Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Saturday, August 26th, Sunday, August 27th, TRP weekend. Uh, live show starring Mona. After party, Mona, the whole Don't Call Me White Girl crew was popping out with us at Reserve. Make sure y'all are there for that. Um, and then Sunday, we got TRP Nation brunch. Tickets are starting to actually pick up for that. So shout out to everybody that got y'all tickets already. Go to officialtrpe.com. Grab your tickets to everything. We want to see y'all in attendance in the building, man. Shout out to 14th and Margaret for sponsoring the whole situation and empowering us to do what we do. If you're not on Patreon, get on Patreon right now. Seven-day free trial on the VIP tier. Patreon.com slash official TRP. What up, what up? We are... <laughs> Back, hands in the background. I ain't heard Truth be told, I'm still a little fried from last night. Like my high, I keep reactivating itself. Yeah, your eyes was really. Yeah, shit. Obama runs is different. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with that being said, uh, we are here, man. Can I ask what all the runs mean? Because every week it's Gary Coleman runs, <laughs> Bob said, yeah, Roseanne runs. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. <laughs> the older the better. Yeah, every week it's a new fucking Layla Rashawn runs. That shit is crazy. So real quick, uh, 150 second elevator pitch on uh, on runs in the history. So prior to, I want to say like 2012, 2013, the best weed you could get is like Sour Diesel, OG Kush, Kim Doll, DG4. That was like the pinnacle. Like, man, we have reached I, I the loved, top I loved of the, the weed I loved, revolution. I love the purple haze. The haze. Yeah, the, the haze, haze went the, away. By that time, though, the haze had like bled off or whatever. The sour, original niggas sour been, was the shit. Yeah, yeah sour oh. was super big. No, and, sour for Huntington. Shout out to my man, yeah, uh, yeah. Huntington. So at that point, um, there came this new weed, gelato. And the okay. gelato was the first new strain that didn't have OG Kush or um, like GG4 or Kim Dog as the parent strains or whatever. Okay. They mixed, they crossbred some other shit to create the gelato. And the gelato sweet. became the basis of all of the sweeter smelling gas weed that came after that, which immediately after the gelato, you had 67 gelato crosses, gelato 41, gelato 33, Larry Bird, and Lotto number six, Dr. J, just all this fucking... Most of it's bullshit. Most of it was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was because once you get past the initial crop, say if it's 60 pounds or whatever that initially grow, once you start crossbreeding off of those plants, it's called a slice. So it's basically like you start to lose some of the overall ingredients after the first plant or whatever. It starts to be harder to replicate as you go out. And as you start to slice it down and start to lose ingredients, like... RB said a lot of that shit was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that came completely different, even in the gelato, was the runt shit. And it was really like a purple something crossed with ice cream cake, whatever, whatever. And the guy, young LB, was the only one in Oakland that had this shit. And he was like, yo, this shit smell like some candy. I'm going to call it runts. Mm-hmm. So then runts became the new standard where they crossed the runts, the original first two, Runs, white runs, pink runs, the original runs, mm-hmm. they use that as a basis to cross with all this other shit that created the gumbos and all the backpack boys strains and all of that shit. Chad, I don't even want to ask you how you know all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep in the cannabis community. He said like the wood off the wood. I remember when it was just dro. You had, to, you had to use your key to dig it out the jar. Yeah. No, give me a key, bro. Like, I remember that was that the most shit. powerful weed, the shit that was in the yeah, jar. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yep. the caskets. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the weed's so strong, had to put it in glass it's jars. Just, mm-hmm. Butterfly time. tops on the yeah, jars. Yeah, good times, yeah, 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 The gumbo jars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. But we got some special guests in the building, man. These guys right here, um, you know, I look at them like family, man. They like my younger brothers. Um, they some big old players. They got a super <laughs> duper dope podcast that's like really moving and making um, a lot of noise and shit, you know. I like to take a little bit of credit for it. You know a lot of credit, fuck I, that. I pieced off and gave them a lot of game, and they took the shit and ran with it. Um, they didn't, you know, secure guests and stuff that even I can't get. Goddamn, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> show a young nigga something, and they surpass the master. But um, I'm super proud of these guys. They got a live show coming up this week, this Saturday at City Winery. It is sold out. They sold that joint out in like a smooth three, four weeks. Literally not fake sold out. Like every single ticket is sold out. We tried to add standing room. They told me to eat shit. That's a whole nother story. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just going to have to catch us on the Are you going to be there like producing this? Absolutely. Can I come? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Saturday night, City Winery. We in in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm in charge. I'm producing. Yeah, because I I just want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like y'all, I know y'all know. I just want to see him as like the coordinator being an asshole. Hey, love, what the fuck is this? Because what the fuck is this? Shit on the stage. Nobody getting no free publicity. What the fuck is going on? Remember the Martin when he became the play director? <laughs> <laughs> they got had a beret on. Yo, that nigga came back with a beret on and an ascot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing on everybody. He had the bullhorn and shit. Martin's in the way, yo. <laughs> That's what he was talking about, the band of thespian. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was the Romeo and Juliet. I'm talking about when he was doing the play at the senior center. He was snapping on Tommy and Cole and shit. Martin was a straight Tommy Cole. Cole. <laughs> Remember Gina and Pam was trying to sing, and Martin was, let me hit, let me hit. <laughs> yeah, let me hit it. Sing from your stomach, girl. <laughs> Martin, an idiot. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm super duper proud of these guys, man. And, um... No, once we get all this network stuff together, I'm gonna just say it on air. I want y'all to be the first to know. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure. You know, Appreciate part that. of the new TRP network that we launching very, very soon, man. But we got uh, RB, we got Mark, collectively known as Let's Keep It 100 podcast. We're gonna clap it up. Straight up, straight up. That's <laughs> <laughs> the clap. They, they make them, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a playback speaker to play it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we good. But uh, what's good with y'all fellas, man? Today is not an interview. We just here, like, just chatting, just kicking the shit, just hanging out. Bullshit. Look at it almost like a stream. Dan's in the back smoking crack. Uh, you know, <laughs> the man, the got a little bro, bit of a studio audience. Too much hookah, man. <laughs> no. I don't smoke no hookah, bro. Good for you. I said, I'm going to take a stand today. <laughs> <laughs> he got mad as we said, passing the hookah around. I'm on the platform. Let me tell you niggas something. While I'm here, since y'all going to give me a voice to speak, I'm telling you niggas what I believe. No hookah. What's the, what's your gripe with the hookah? I mean, it's it's cool to do, you know. Uh, it definitely, uh, the chicks love it. Yeah. How sure. many hookahs so you got at fun. your house? Like three. Big old player. Yeah, yeah, just got mad every time I, all right, what, why the fuck is it a hookah tip under your couch? <laughs> Bitch, why are you looking under my couch? He on some different type of well, investigative Mark journey. Mark was at the crib, so we just, blame everything that happened, I blame it on blame him. Blame it on Everything him. on me. I just got to take the, it's, I got to take the, that, uh, that's an underrated part of, of friendship. It's good to have a fall guy. I used to be the fall guy for oh, all my man. homies. I'm like, always the fall guy. Me and my homies out getting into some nefarious activities, partying some hoes. Oh, man, Chad Carver. 
Or it's like you just become the bad guy. Like he make me the bad guy. Like, he put all the bad shit on me. I don't want you fucking hanging with RB. He be doing this and doing. I'm like, oh, I don't even do that shit. I'm putting that shit all on you, big old player. But you like, need a good wing, man. He, he a great wing, man. He, wing, he's man. Great wing, man. We just had a great time out in Miami. No Last minute, you know, uh, got invited. Two days before the trip. He tells him, come on, bro, let's Man, get off. I'm like, I gotta get off work. Book the trip real quick. How we get? I had some Amex points. Yeah, oh yeah, Amex. We ain't playing for no rooms. Yeah, got, yeah. got some Amex points. I mean, like, that's a big thing. And I, and I put him about. on the Amex. Well, look, that's a big thing we're gonna talk about on a live show. I'm my goal is to make somebody walk out. I wanna <laughs> say certain shit, but it's like it's gonna be from the heart. I want people yeah. to do better. Because it's like, you know, you got regular homies around the way, bro. Can I just slide you to $30 and get the ticket? Mm. Nigga, you don't got a debit or credit card to order the shit? Yeah, oh, nigga, Russ 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 out there at the time of our life, no he bullshit. wound up leaving me. I stayed an extra day or two. Chasing. Was it a day or two? A day or two. Two. <laughs> that nigga stayed. He like a lion. <laughs> I, I because I've been on them trips before where it's like, I'm just, I'm staying. That, yeah. yo, There's too much pussy in the atmosphere. I, yo, I'm here. I woke up, this nigga told some Mark, I'm staying. He saw, I said, you staying? That one part of the plan. He said, nigga, I got a new plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd he say? I got action. Omaha, Omaha. Them Jones, you go somewhere with your people. Y'all, y'all playing a trip where y'all leave Friday and y'all come back Monday and Monday morning he like you really leaving yeah. and you like nigga the airport we already had our flights and everything like, bro I couldn't even believe that I stayed he was cursing me out. <laughs> he told the fuck you to left do what me. I had to do. Nigga, I had to leave. I got work. I'm responsible. Mission was completed, though. Yeah. yeah you big old player. Sometimes you got to finish your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I remember once once upon a time, man, when I was still promoting, we did Philly to D.C. weekend. It was me, Eli, uh, who worked for Cavassier now, and Terramana and all of that. Um, I think it's Terramana. I don't know. One of them to kill us. <laughs> uh, Mikey O, like a bunch of different people or whatever. And uh, we went down. I came down, I think, Saturday afternoon. Supposed to be there Saturday, Sunday, leave on Monday. Monday rolled around. I look at who I'm with. I'm thinking about all this good pussy. I've who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Been getting all weekend. I'm like, I ain't going home yet. <laughs> he said, so, nah, put your mom on the phone. that hotel, went and got a Marriott form from Mikey O, went and switched hotel. The next day, Tuesday, I wake up. I ain't ready to go home. <laughs> oh, no. When it, when it, when it, it gets to the point where you got a whole new team, like, like, like the original <laughs> team, you can't wait. You should have met a whole new team. No, I Another regime. I That's funny as shit. Till Wednesday. Like, I'm supposed to leave Monday. I left Wednesday evening. I was like, oh, let's just go bust boys and poets. Like, I, I was not trying to go home. I was having too much fun. Yeah, my first time in Vegas was like that, where it was just like I was in go mode and then didn't want to bounce. Like, it's just, it's too much. I never been. Uh, yeah, here. yeah. I ain't do this. I ain't do that. Yeah, it's just too much shit going let on. Let me stay and get it, let me enjoy this shit. Straight and you know, up. Vegas back at least back in the day that 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 prostitution. <laughs> that shit was nigga, like, as soon as you get off the flight, they hand you a card. You yeah. go to the. Yeah, I'm talking about you at the hotel at the desk. They used to have the flyers on the counter. 
I ain't got no red. I was okay, tricking like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, ain't no pride. Ain't, ain't no shame in my game. I was tricking them niggas. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, but it's promoted. That's yeah, what I'm like, saying. You got to do it. Like, it ain't like just... taboo. Like, right. it's literally like. Yeah, if you don't, if you, if you don't support the the the, the proxies and the call girls, you disturbing the natural yeah. economy. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's the, what the, the, the money. The natural is. order. Like, <laughs> fucking that up. Ozone is fucked up. Yeah, like you go to the counter at the hotel and it's like you know red lobster. Samantha. Like, it's, it's like, it's like, like Park Shores. Yeah. Yeah. 9 buffet. Yeah. Picking out everything. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, man. But, no, uh, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all really got us started, though. Y'all really got, y'all, uh, I listened to y'all show. Y'all got me through the pandemic. And I was like, damn. I said, I called him. I said, RB. I said, yo, man, we could do this shit, bro. We really can. You know, he been doing it. But I'm like, yo, we could really do it. And then ever since then, we just, we took off. But y'all really, like, our big motivation. So, I really appreciate you, that, yo. Straight up. Listen, I think... I I think our pandemic run, that's a part of our trajectory when we do an interview. We've been doing a ton of content lately, me and him together and stuff, which we not, usually it's him or me or not really always both of us, but we've been doing a ton of content outside of TRPE together and telling our story. And because we've been living this shit, we've been missing all of these moments. So it's like one interview, this these set of moments come up. Another interview, these set of moments come up. We never talk about our pandemic run and how that pushed us into like a different audience like y'all got more followers because we we got a ton more followers mm-hmm. and that was like one year after we had started our patreon mm-hmm. uh, one year later rather we started our patreon so that pandemic run was the precursor to a lot of like success and a lot of momentum that we had mm-hmm. uh coming through that shit because like fucking uh Blue Card Chronicles and Blizzy Mania and all of that was the pandemic like <laughs> all of that shit like we was on it we didn't miss a week oh yeah my man started Glizzy too he started that word. Yeah. Him. Not like, not like. He, we not just a, was referring to no, he, as hot dogs. Pause. Because <laughs> we used to be drunk as shit and late night just go to the gas stations and just be, bro, pause, like just drawing with the glizzy. Man, after that, I just seen Jim Jones start saying that shit. Everybody no, started saying like it. Shot glizzy in them, didn't yeah, that glizzy right, shit. Right, right. Just referring to it as hot dogs. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, why are you even bringing that up? Yeah, that was pretty random. What the fuck? You always on some spicy shit. <laughs> Yo, no. Fuck that. This nigga trying. No. You mean, bro. All right, so what y'all going to do if y'all out in the spicy cuz send drink show away? I'm, I'm leaving the table. Bro, like, spicy that's cuz that's sent his, them a that's drink. That's table now. Bro, that shit ain't happen <laughs> like that. Hey, dude, this is some bullshit. So listen, this is a true story. I'm about to, no, no, all right, go. Let, <laughs> me, let me finish the story, <laughs> though. Right, so look, we out. We at, Where were y'all at? The we law. at the law. You been to the law? Okay, I'm think, I didn't know if y'all was at somewhere that was like a... No, 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 no. We had the law men. No, no, no. No. A mixed media location. Cause you go to what? eat, you go to somewhere like a sandpan or a, don't send know. me no drink on my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. The law, we had the law of Manion. Um, we buying some chicks, some shots or whatever, mm-hmm. and they I mean rounds going around, and uh, <laughs> spicy cuz, <laughs> spicy cuz, send the drinks over. I don't originally know where the drinks coming from. Yeah. I just see drinks coming over, and I see spicy cuz raising the joint like. He saw him. He did that shit to him. I'm like, no, like, take that back. Before I could say take that back, I turn around. He from here. No, no. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, man, man, that's his kind of 
confirmation of oh yeah, it's on. See, bro, you you. It's like a state. They said don't put no no uh, people don't take nothing off your bed, no honey bun and none of your bro, bed. You no, don't, you don't pay. You attention. pass me the joint, something. Yo, bro, drink that shit. I'm not <laughs> paying it no mind. My back sir. The whole time, man. Like so what happened? Oh, you drunk that shit, bro. Like, you doing too much, bro. You just want some... Yeah, I... Shit, it would definitely be a cause for concern. Yeah. I guess. It'll you question know. me, because it's like, why you think I'm spicy? Like, yeah, what's in the That's where I was about to say next. Honestly, and I, you know, I, I can't even believe we're discussing this. Yeah, this is... But, uh... <laughs> yeah, have you bro. ever been cracked on by a guy? No. Yeah, I had that happen. On the bus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Yeah, they gonna try. I, I, I like. I, I guess it kind of equates. Don't to... Don't try to make it seem like that shit normal. <laughs> no, that's what I was about to say. I guess ahead. it equates to like us speaking to a woman, like where you going to you see something you, you like that catches it, yeah. your eye, you like, oh, like, hey, how you doing? And you, she'll be like, nah, I ain't interested. Now, in the situation with the bus, I I was being nice because <laughs> right. I thought this nigga needed information. Just <laughs> give him customer service, right? Yeah. And it was like he was, but he was saying little shit that I just wasn't Catch like. Because you're not into that, you don't know. Like you don't speak the lingo. Yeah, you don't speak the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> you you're not on the group chat. Yeah, <laughs> or the email distribution list. <laughs> but I remember we, we, he was he was trying to get to South Street, so he had rode down the front market at the end of the line. He was like. I was like, yeah, you could just go back up to fourth and take the fifty-seven down to. You're just helping him, yeah. yeah. And he was like, <laughs> we was in the line. He's like, you care if I go smoke a cigarette? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Do you think? So I got off the bus and then I went to the bathroom. As I came out, I was like, my beard was longer at the time, but I was picking my beard. And he was like, yeah, you got the Rick Ross joint going. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I like whatever. Yeah. I've heard that before, so it was just like whatever. <laughs> and he was just like, yo, you, 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 real helpful. I appreciate you with all everything. I was like, you know, doubt whatever. He was like, um, you got a number, and I was like. Seven. Because <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. I, I, I thought niggas probably was playing lottery. I know what the fuck. I was just like, he's like, no, like a phone number. I'm like, the fuck, the customer service number is on the back of the bus. You want my no, number. your number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, no, no. It ain't, it ain't oh, that oh, that's like the Martin Joe when main cuz is coming at him. He's like, what's your comedy song? Spicy cuz. So almond. Hit him crazy part. He was like, oh, I'm just, you know, he's, I'm, you know, I'm here in town for the next two days, just, you know. And I'm just like, Ryan, I'm like, I ain't a jump off, nigga. I'm, I'm like, you gotta date me? Yeah, we gotta go on a date or something. I was like, what the fuck? You gonna take me to 4C? What the fuck wrong with you? Jack? He just assumed you easy, Fuck wrong with you, Jack? Yo, man, you had a weirdest shit happen on the bus, man. Straight oh up. Oh, God, that shit is bad, bro. Yeah, a lady put her titties out on me one day, said, I will fuck the shit out you. I was like, whoa, get out of here, lady. I, I, had, a white, I had a white lady. I had a white lady. When you told her exactly the time to get up. Yeah, like, what line is you on? Like, 89, no. I was there kissing to you. I remember a white lady got on a nine in Roxborough. She, like, got, like, she was like, you are. Absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, thank you. She was like, no, your skin is so rich and so dark. It's like velvet. I was like, yo, this is the creepiest shit I've ever heard. Like, yo, why women don't think that we get creeped out yo. by some of the shit they do, bro? Yo, that like, shit. You know, it's funny. Overly aggressive it's funny. Remember I was telling you the, the, the group chat I was in? I was telling them, I'm like, women have this thing where like, they talk about men and men not being able to handle rejection, which is technically true. Yeah. But if you ever reject a woman, they might that kill puts you. The pre- Yo, they might smoke maybe you. looking at you like, Pussy. nigga, what? Yeah. 
Like she might nigga, smoke you. Yeah, you know, I turn them down all the time. This nigga, they be in my DMs. Right, cool they, they too cool. They be in my DMs. They's no, like, they to, like tell your friend I said what's up. I'm sitting in. Yo, they bro. be monsters though. Like, <laughs> they, they like something like this. No, you know. but here go the thing. <laughs> women have because you women get cracked on all day. Every if you no. nigga hold the door at Walgreens. If what's your number, baby? Yeah, you know, if Nick, you need some help with that. Yeah. Like, everything is. Let me a, take you home. Yeah, everything <laughs> is that. For men, it's not necessarily hey. true on the flip side. So when a woman who gets that all goddamn day long, where she got to basically block out, you know, women is playing defense essentially all day. Right. For a woman, to, for a woman to basically get the rock and have to like go on offense, mm-hmm. and she on a twenty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She looking at your dumb ass like, like what the fuck is you doing? Are you just so, gonna turn me down like that? That shit is crazy. Oh yeah, Women I, is creepy though. That shit, this one lady, she scared the shit out of me. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. You know what happened? Because society has like flipped a little mm-hmm. bit. That has flipped too. And you know, I was having a conversation with like a couple guys recently and it's like, men are like afraid to approach women now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, cause you don't, of like me too. And it cancels. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't know. Yeah, so it's like, I know a lot of men who are dead ass like, Yo, it, it, it's it's a dynamic. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Now that is like totally, do you remember back in the day, cat calling in air? Like yeah. that shit is like kind yeah. of yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, blow the horn, dude. Nigga on 95. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this oh, oh, <laughs> Fuck you, the cops. Let's <laughs> over, man. I was that young boy. I'm jumping out the car. Yo, straight yeah, up. Nigga pull bad. a bitch over on the turn. Oh, Menace no Society came, blocked her in the parking yeah. spot. Oh, yeah. Hopped up. Yeah. Come on, you almost hit me. Nigga, you ain't supposed to be behind me. <laughs> Craziest shit. The cre- it's so, so scary. So because of the way things have changed now, you got men that are just like, I ain't saying shit. I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's flipped it so much that women now have become aggressors. Yeah, they real aggressive. Like women, dead ass. Co- hey, yo, I... Some of the shit women say, you be looking like, damn, you really doing bad. Huh? <laughs> I can't get a nigga at all. No respect. You got going on. When they in packs, they really aggressive. Yo, that's when I, they I, like was shoot in, they shit I was in Wawa. The girl came around the joke. She was like, oh, damn, you strong. I know you could pick me up. I was like, yo, if I said this shit to a bitch, <laughs> you going to jail. Hello, <laughs> police. Yeah. He said, what she say? Police. Straight up. That shit's so bad. Like when a chick, Grab Busta Rhymes ass and he threw the drink on her. If Busta Rhymes or whoever grabbed the chick ass, yeah, 
on the job. Yeah, you go. Bart grabbed Ice Spice ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> we ain't gonna make it on the show. <laughs> it's over. I ain't that horny though. I, I remember one time this shit. chick talking about being aggressive. This one chick jumped in my DM, and she wasn't particularly, uh, you know, she wasn't particularly attractive or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was, she was talking to me like she knew me. She jumped in my DM like, mm, "Where you at? Meet me at such and such right now on Lancaster Avenue." I'm like, huh? "Wait a minute, yeah, like, like, oh, like yeah, what is going on right, here?" And here. then I was like, "What you, what you mean?" She like, "No," because I'm saying like. Where you at? I'm trying to run into you. And I'm just like, ma'am, I don't know you. You scaring like, me. What you going to do to me? scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't know what you going to do. She like 6'4", 260. That might have been like, that boy nah, named Daryl. <laughs> what, what is going on here? The like my dad. <laughs> I had to block her ass. Like, yo, ma'am, what? I had to turn no. into Moose Slaughter Bay. You ain't getting none of this. You ain't getting none of this. Dude, that's sick, bro. Oh, my yeah, God. It's, it's just a different dynamic now. The, the, the computer and the, the you know. People put more emphasis on it. yo. <laughs> it's a show I watch, and uh, I told I told him about it. it's like about cops that are like, but it's like a new age cop show. So mm-hmm. it's like not the way NYPD Blue or Law and Order. Mm-hmm. You know how those shows focus on a storyline. Yeah, this yeah. shit focuses on them and who they like. They are. life like they lifestyle. Right. Okay. But the girl, she's a cop, rookie cop. She's like young. She's like twenty three, and she met a guy. She basically is trying to date, so she's on like the dating profiles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she met a guy who she like liked. She met him through like one of they jet, like, they like police calls, mm-hmm. and he liked her the same. He's young, and neither one of them know how to interact because they're both on like the apps, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. what's they called the bumbles the, and yeah, all the, that the, shit. The but yeah, they you know they <laughs> don't know how to interact. With each other That's and cool. her, her training officer is he's an old head and he like mm. he look like what the fuck is going like why the fuck one of y'all don't just say like they <laughs> yeah, both right. don't know how mm. to speak and I'm just like damn the internet we're gonna me. get to that point in life where it's like interaction is like out yeah it's over yeah you know, I think about it now you yo this shit happen all the time you be out a girl slide right in your DM yo I seen you at the party last night why you ain't say nothing or you be looking at the joint <laughs> like damn should too. I. Yeah, or you'll go like all eight pictures. On on like, the on the on the cop show, you remember y'all 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 watch the wire? Mm-hmm. Um, remember Burrell, the cop, the major? Yeah, Burrell. He's the, the major of crimes. Yeah. Burrell for the whole have you said black boy? Mm-hmm. I think his name is Faison something or whatever. But he's the grandfather on the show. <laughs> Nisi Nash is his daughter, oh, big God. ass titties. And Nisi she Nash got crazy. A, and she got a daughter. So he's the grandfather. So the daughter, she go to UCLA. She brought the boy home like for like dinner. They like, who is this? And she like, it's my new boyfriend or whatever. But he clearly not in college. He clearly like 28. <laughs> he's clearly grown as shit. She's she like 21. She like 19, 20 in college. So Nisi Nash and the grandpa uh, Burrell from, from from the wire, they looking at him or whatever. So Nisi Nash was like, he everything he's saying is like new shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't understand what he's saying. So she was like, so I heard that you work at the is it the the mall? He was like, oh no, that's cat. I, I, <laughs> like, what? She that's cat. <laughs> and the grandfather was like, you sell caps? <laughs> Just so this 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 and shit. But then she was like, "So what? What classes do you take at <laughs> at the university?" He was like, "Oh no, no, I don't go to school. I just live on campus for the vibes." <laughs> and the grandpa was like, "What vibes?" He <laughs> said, "The daughter is the vibes." Yeah. He said, "No, I'm just on campus for the vibes. I'm like, living on campus. <laughs> easy access to, to the naked." <laughs> Yo, I never did that. I never like met no chick parents. You never met no, no I've met a bunch of parents. Like, you never met, met a chick like, like going to meet parents. Like, I've met parents. I've like, met parents. Have you ever been in like a serious relationship? Once. Yeah, I've met parents on a formal yeah. and an informal joint. 
Like, I met parents, by like, accident. I'm coming to the cookout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, by accident. Yeah, yeah, by accident. Who like, oh, yeah, we having a cookout Saturday, my family, da, 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 and I get there, and I'm like, oh, you got a dad? This is different. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not used to women having fathers and shit. Right, you no know what I'm saying? We had a whole lost era of, like, 15 years. Nobody had a dad. No so it's like, I've met parents like that. I've formerly met people, parents, and shit like that. I've been in the crib chilling, trying to get some neck, and then their parents come home. <laughs> like, I've met parents right. in every Never scenario. Met, I, didn't had, I didn't meet no parents until I had babies with these shit. That's when I met their parents. My kids? These don't even kids. seem like it, don't it? Uh, yeah, man. irresponsible. I was a very irresponsible kid. He's a fucking jerk. All he got a set of twins out here. Back. He don't take care of... 19, 20, <laughs> 21. Got it out the way. But I never met no parents until, like, I had kids. I didn't even know these chicks' last name. But he had babies. I was just a wild young boy, but... He was cursing. This should sound like scared straight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a cautionary tale. Yeah. Like, like, right. right. like, bro, everybody used to talk shit, grind me Look. up. Then them, I'd rather have a had my kids early get that shit out of the way. He, yo, he was wishing that shit on me for so long. He like, yo, I hope you get twins, bitch. He used to call me all the time. He was one of his movies. Bro, I ain't had no like, kids. Man, I, was I can't go out right now. I ain't got no money. I got my papers yeah. and shit. I got, <laughs> I got to stay in the crib. What I'm you like, mean? I got to do what I got to do. At least that's admirable that you're doing it, though. At yeah. least you didn't have kids and just that you had them. Yeah. Like, just, just, uh, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Like, motherfuckers going to grind you up. Yeah, we hold each other accountable. I mean, yeah. that's what you should. I mean, do. I'm, amongst I'm, all the nonsense. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't gonna say I'm the best dad, but I try, bro. I try to do the best I can. Oh bullshit! And I ain't got no choice, nigga. I pay child support. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit off the top. <laughs> I still, you mean? What's what, what's something that uh, fatherhood has taught you, especially being like a young father? That shit taught me love. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't know nothing about love. I ain't grow up. I always say I got a loving mother, but she displayed it. She never said it. My mom never really, uh, only time I told my mom I loved her was when she bought me the toys I wanted on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never, uh, we didn't grow up going to school and give you a kiss and say you love it. First time I'm really, like, seeing f- real love, bro, is when my kids. daughters called me on a FaceTime. All right, daddy, we love you. Mm-hmm. That should be real. I feel that shit. Yeah. So it's like, they the only, like, the kids is the only people I say I love you to. I'm trying to, like, that's making me open up more, you know, start saying I love you. Like, my pop, this nigga just came home. He did, like, a dime. We was gang warned before he went to jail. And he, uh, you know when them niggas come from jail, they be super sensitive. And he, like, yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. This nigga cried to me, telling me how much he loved me and shit. And I had just gave him some bread. So I don't know if that made a difference. I'm like, you know what? Come in here, give me some How much longer I got to talk to get this to 750? But it felt real, though. It felt real, bro. It felt real. He paid for that, love. Telling this new bitch, I'm going to try to milk it. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. He gave me the four. What are you doing? The four just came out. I didn't even ask. He just. And I just, you mean, I'm gonna help you out. You my pop, bro. You just trying to get back on your feet and all that. But that nigga was telling me how much he loved me and all that. But I couldn't really like say it. Yeah. Cause I'm not used to that shit, bro. Like I'm not like girls always come at me. Like you too tough. You trying to fake your feelings. I don't know how to do that shit. I'm learning, but the, yeah. the kids taught me, bro. So if I got to diagnose you, I would say that you emotionally shut off, but the good news is it's something that can be fixed. Cause yeah. I was like that a lot. Um, you know, I would be outwardly expressive with my love, but I was lying. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. pussy. No, 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 because how do you keep a hoe faithful, at least in a small window, if you don't tell her you love her? your hair sticking up. Yeah, you, you, gotta, like you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta, you might gotta, every now and again, you get a piece of pussy that's so good that you like, yo, I just want this for myself, at least for three months. So you might gotta yo, lie to a whore to keep her faithful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My biggest issue was I was like too nice to bad people. That's me, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm super nice. A, I grew up, I existed in a world where if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. It was the total opposite of what you said. So I thought everything was like that. Mm-hmm. Thought everything was like, love. I thought that like every morning before I left, I got a, I love you, you have a good day. Yeah. You know, my dad called me, all right, love you, boy, be, be good. You need anything? Call. Like it was like that. And mm-hmm. then you get out in the world and you with your homies, you like, I love you, boy. He's just like, all right, nigga. Yeah. Oh, right. Or no you get around the bitch, you like, damn, I love you. And she just like, you wear the shit. Yeah. Did you get them pumas I told you to get? Like, like, well, like, like, dream chaser pumas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, dream chaser pumas, bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, all right. Like you, and, and you kind of see life from a, the other side to where it's like, not emotionally shut off, but you more so just like, Given. damn, is anybody like like me? Is somebody like me? That's what it really is. That shit is real. You don't Yo. meet many people out here that are just like genuine. kind as fuck. The genuine. And I I genuinely thought mm. that's just how life was supposed yeah, to be. I'm still and, thinking and that. True story. Like I say it, I, I say it on this show all the time. That's my one, and I, I'm not knocking my pop, my mom. They did excellent. But it's like, I wish we would have saw some like That's carnage. what I was about to ask you. Like, do you feel like your folks should have prepped you a little more? Like, all right, we got him too, too, too sheltered a little bit. We got nah, No, because I wasn't like, sheltered because I knew of everything. You hear in my you knowledge. You no poor cousins? <laughs> like, we had one cousin that was on drugs, but he even was like, you know, the functioning drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to work now. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get high. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to work, I control yeah. the narcotics. The narcotics don't control me. We did have a cousin that was on drugs, but Dude. he had a nice house. He was a contractor. and he, he I remember he had like, uh, act legend. He had a Maxima when they first was like the hottest shit. Like, no real drug addict. Yeah, no, he wasn't like barefoot <laughs> dancing and shit. He just like, liked to get high. Yeah, he he's just, one, yeah, he's one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah basically, him. beer don't do nothing for me no more. Yeah, so I, I need to get a little high. to crack a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we we just existed in a space of like everyone was married, everyone had a job, everyone structured. That was real was structured. Super structured. There mm-hmm. was nobody like fucked off or stealing or getting locked up. Like that shit just didn't exist. So when I came outside and you realize like, I can remember, I can remember this. I was so like, like, I guess green. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting a kid. He was in my class, right? His, his last name was Jackson. Right. And I remember going to his house and meeting his mom. And I'm like, Hey, Miss Jackson, nice to meet you. <laughs> you and she like, Oh no, my, my last name is Davis. I'm like, that's your mom. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, though. Remember that? Because in my young mind, you if your last you. name is Johnson, your mom married. is Miss Johnson, Johnson, and your dad is Mr. Johnson, that's I didn't even know that you had different last names and shit. shit like that for me. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. So that, sh- I remember seeing that and was just like, the fuck? So, 
you you was adopted. You trying to figure that shit out? Yeah, like I'm trying to put this shit together. So, so that's really your aunt, but you yeah. call her mom. Nah, right. She adopted you when you was three, right? Nah, mama got a baby daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that people had like homes where like they brothers wasn't a total brother, yeah, I'm or they sister yeah. wasn't a total sister. They had different dads, dads yeah. and I, like that shit just didn't exist. Yeah, I mean, for us. I'm not used to that either. Like so, shout out, you mean? But shout out to my mom because. We all got the same pop. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah, I came outside and I, I really like, damn, you you really see it. Like, that you know, rough. there ain't like households out this job. That's you fucked know? up, yeah. Like, that, sh- that should be crazy, honestly. Yeah, like, no seriously. Bullshit. And, 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 you know, we, one thing I will say is it seems like black people have gotten to a place of wanting to get that structure back. <laughs> I read an article today where it was saying how this generation of dads are more hands on mm-hmm. yeah. than any generation before. Yeah. They were saying media, they man. did a, a a survey in 2000 and I think it was 2003, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was saying how the percentage of dads, when they did that survey who full on knew how to change a, a baby was 3%. Shit. And now it's over 58%. Right. Like, that's crazy to think. Like, just 20 years ago, like, dad's dead ass didn't even know how to change diapers. never change a shitty diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Back in the you 40, 40, <laughs> You fucked it up. I, I changed a diaper. Know. I know how to change a diaper, though. I'm not changing no shitty diaper. It's just hard, though. No, it's, like, hard, though, because I'm a new dad, so that shit, like, I'm like, kind of... I've done shit. it, but it's that not, shit. like, yeah, like, come on, help me. Like, yeah, you gotta, yeah, just do it. You're I struggling. Yeah. I, I have nieces. I've never, I've never changed a diaper or anything, just because... I, one, I don't, I don't really get down with kids. And two, <laughs> I just, I'm being honest. I, I, I just, even with the the idea of us having a kid, I just, I have big hands and I'm afraid to touch that. small. Like that shit just, it feels like I'm gonna break some shit. Mm-hmm. Even when I would pick my niece up, I would feel like, yo, yeah. this is. But it's natural though. When it's your kid, it's like it come natural. My dad did tell me that when they, because I was the firstborn, he was like, yeah, you know, the first kid, it's like. You're delicate, yeah, overly delicate. Yeah, so you it's like, can you do this? Can you do that? Like he's mm-hmm. like, we were like so soft with you, and he's like, my sisters, they was four years old, me was twins. He was like, with the girls, we was throwing them in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here! <laughs> like yeah, because at that point, you yeah, like, no, nah, you, you know what to do. do yeah, you know what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's what it is. Yeah, that shit. Being a new dad though, that shit rough, bro. Yeah. It's rough. Like I, I waited a long time. I said, damn, I'm gonna wait, but now it's just like I'm still getting, a, I'm still getting to learn. The Plan learn or Planned it. Unplanned. I'm gonna be drink. I was at day and night <laughs> drinking Patron. My baby mom called me, said I'm drinking Patron. She married. said, "Let's make a baby tonight." And we really made a baby. She said, "I ain't getting no abortion." Fuck. I said, "Damn." I just got. I had to step so up and be a dad. That's when the dirty talk get too real. Yeah, yeah that shit was real. That shit was life. Probably gonna be like Jay Z, like. I'm on the same path, nigga. I'm 40. No kids. What's up? Oh, y'all ain't got no kids. Oh, y'all going out like Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. No boys. 68. It's cool. My mom and dad had me old, though, so y'all be all right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have a kid. Me and my girl talking about I'll probably have a kid in like two years. Me and her going to get married, but we're going to have a kid or whatever, like two years. So, so she, at that point, she gonna be, she's no. going to be 29. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like oh, oh, why would you? two at that point or whatever like that. And then I'm going to be like that old dad, 58, wearing like Gucci sweatsuits and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think people focus more on certain things than what need be. Like the house needs structure more than anything. It do. 
It do. Like, to be all the way fair, like, living with women will change your life. Fucking right. Like, yo, I said, I'll be honest with you, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I go over to my friend's house that, like, don't live with women. I'll be <laughs> like, yo, this is the most miserable shit I've ever seen. What it look like? What it be looking like? Nigga got a slither of soap. I'm going to get it. Like, that's just soap. Nigga got Nick's soap in the back. Chad been in my crib two times. That nigga ain't got nowhere to sit. No. I'm going to just lean in the corner. <laughs> I'm at the laptop at the kitchen, at the island in the kitchen, in the corner. You don't got no bar stools, no nothing. We just stand at the... Yo, yo, man. Yo, man. That's why you said he thought this couch was bigger. Yo. He don't I know think, what yo, it was crazy because I was like, I was... Really? I was like cleaning, I was like cleaning the bathroom one day and I'm trying to get better at that because mm. women can clean the shit out of a bathroom. <laughs> every woman, every, not every woman... That's they love this shit. Women yeah. clean the bathroom better than any man could ever no and I'm trying man. to get better at it but I was like cleaning the bathroom and I'm just like looking at the shit that we have in there and I'm just like what yo I f- ain't buy none of this shit but it's like how the fuck did we get like peroxide like, <laughs> like, how did this shit get in there how did this shit get in like when you live with women that shit like you 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 look at the kitchen sink and it's like dish soap Hand soap, mm-hmm. then it's the white oxy soap to screen to, to clean the pans, washcloths, mm-hmm. and, and dry cloths, and sponges, and some on the other side. The girls bring all that shit, and leave that it. when you was a kid, you ain't know what it was for. Yeah, like, no. what the fuck is this? And, shit and for? I, this yeah, I, I look shit. at men, like my homies who like live by themselves, they come over my crib and say shit like. Damn, you got a lot of ketchup. <laughs> He's like, what? Because you got two bottles in this cabinet and a jar. Get out my, get out my can. Get the fuck surviving off packets of yeah. ketchup from fucking Fiesta pizza. You ain't really been keeping packets. Yo, you go to your homie crib, you're like, let me get a fork. You hear the plastic ripping? Yeah, take the fork. And you're just like, dog, what the fuck? Why you ain't got no silverware? Oh, yeah, I ain't got no silverware. I can't eat no steak with no spork, nigga. Like, uh, like, love that existence. <laughs> you eat a big ass Timo with no. a sport. <laughs> no bullshit. Dog. You no. when you when you see men that don't live, it just be like, yo, I like not trying to be funny. Women be having body scrubs, no motherfucking that the shampoo, nigga. It's all kinds of argon oil and <laughs> butterfly <laughs> semen and just all that shit in it. Like that yeah. shit is crazy. But you go to a man crib that live by himself, Bro. he got samples of everything. <laughs> got one, one bottle of Perk Plus from the nineties. <laughs> now he got them Paul Mitchell from the hotel. <laughs> like, nah. Nigga about to make me step my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my shit together. No, but Shorty did just clean the shit out my crib. Yeah, like what I say when we was at the gym? Yes, I said, Yo, she. Shit out the crib right now. He's I said it. I purposely left some shit out because she got OCD. Purposely left just shit all over the place. My man said he met a chick and he was like, we was vibing a little bit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We started kicking it. He was like, I realized I ain't really like her, but she cleaned his crib real good. I love you, girl. So he was like, I just was like, yo, like, can I just like hire you to clean the crib? Yo, bro, and right. then, you know, he's like, yeah, I got her where like she cleaned the crib naked. And you know, I gave her 200. He's like, it's good money. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? Like, I don't know. I don't get in that nigga business. But, that's a good joint, though. But now it's that you like women bring just a balance and then, you know, you can't really worry about life off into shit without that. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that shit. Like, I don't let chicks come back if they can't make my bed. 
If you get out of this bed and you just walk I'll be honest up. with you, I'm not crazy about the bed. Oh, no, fuck that. If you, you, you got, you, you roll out this motherfucker. I know motherfuckers that are, I'm, it's yeah. crazy because when it comes to my crib, I'm real like anal about certain things being in order, certain mm-hmm. things. Being, but like the bed being, I don't, I don't really care because I'm, I'm going to unmake it. Like, <laughs> and I'm not one of them people that got like the, I hate the 17 pillows and the, I, I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, that shit crazy. Y'all women. recommend living with a woman. Say it again. Like y'all advocate living with a woman. I mean, yeah, I think you should. One, for just understanding, like, understanding women. Like, the balance that is men and women together. But then, two, also, where it's just, like, it'll change your life. You know what I'm saying? You'll really understand, like, oh, okay, I see the difference in sugars. <laughs> I see why you would use light brown as opposed to dark brown. Right, right. I see that. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, no, bro, I can't live with nobody. I got it. Like I don't know. I'm still, I'm still shaking and moving out here. So I want to live how I want to live. Going like a bachelor. Yeah, like I can't. Living that, um, yeah. Eating lunchables. Living on the go. The uh, free agent lifestyle. Yeah, free agent <laughs> lifestyle. The ball. Somebody yesterday was like, um, he's like, my girl keep talking about she want to go to that shit she see on Instagram where the food be floating in the pool. This nigga had a lunchable floating in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's I wild. I can't stop laughing. Up. It was a lunchable float. Thoughtful. <laughs> Silly as shit, man. But yeah, your life would change, though, living around or existing around women. Like, I think back on, like, when we was young. Like, my mom really, like, you see all them seasonings and shit. And they, men just salt and pepper, a little garlic. No, like, no, my, maybe my, some my, seasoned salt. My, yeah. my cabinet stacked up. Women get that season crazy. You ain't buying. I mean, I got a loving mother though. Like, yeah. She still watches clothes. Yeah, look, my look, look. mom go shopping for me, and <laughs> girls be mad like, "Oh, who you want to fuck me or your mom? Like, why is your mom?" Go, oh, Don't get mad at me because my mom loved me. And that's like, a shaming tactic. Make sure I'm cool. Yeah, that's a shaming tactic though. To try to like get you, get you off balance. Get you, that's a shaming tactic to get you off balance to where the things that you would rely on your mom for, you rely on her for, and then slowly but surely. You start looking up, and then a half a drawer is taken. A drawer is taken. Uh, uh, the closet is what? now the drawer. She got a key to the house. She got a key to the crib. Like you come in, she in there cooking bacon like uh, brandy <laughs> on my fucking thin line between. Like, how the fuck you get a closet? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what are you doing? That, so it's like you certain shit you got to nip in. As a man, you got to nip in the bud. Like certain like bro, little small needle and progressive sign, shit. Bro. You gotta get. You gotta get That's ahead. Little sign. The chick when she just found the hookah joint under the under the uh. Team. Under the couch, couch yeah. he's trying to he explained it to her before me. Yeah. I said, "Mark, hold up, you don't got to explain shit to her. Right? <laughs> like you can leave. <laughs> like it is what it is. Like we ain't that. You super cool. You definitely cleaned the shit out the house. Now I appreciate you, but we're not that jerk. <laughs> no, we just not that. Like I mm. never, we never had an agreement or a conversation that you was my girl. I'm thinking about cuffing her for the winter though." <laughs> He said, I like her. <laughs> so I want to talk about y'all's show before y'all get up out of here. How long y'all been doing y'all show? Well, he started it. I what? started in like 2018. Like, he started it. Um, I, 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 uh, I, I ran across Tasha Mack. I don't know if y'all know her. But she used to do a lot of shit in the city. And she was doing a podcast. And like, I always watch podcasts. That's all I was doing, watching The yeah. Breakfast Club and just radio shit. But she like, why don't you just, you know what I mean, start it? And it's like, where, where I come from, don't nobody push you to do that type shit. You do any of that type shit, nigga, you a weirdo. Yeah. Same way, like, if you rap. Just anything different, you're a weirdo. But she pushed me to do that shit. We first started it. He came on a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I quit that shit because life got in the way. 
And then shout out this to, nigga. Shout out to y'all because it, it was it really was y'all though that like y'all that was, a spot inspired him. Yeah, and I was and like, um, we did nothing for you. Yeah, <laughs> you never saw yeah, your. Who are these? Who are these niggas? I just met y'all niggas today. I don't know y'all niggas. But look, y'all inspired this nigga, and like he's like a really irritating person, mm-hmm. but like DJ Khaled wise in a good way. Yeah, so oh he, keep, he ain't letting me let up. Yeah, positive irritation. Yeah, yeah. like. RB, we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> I'll call like, nigga seven o'clock in the morning. I'm got some other shit going on right now. Nigga. I ain't trying to hear none of that but shit you talk about. He pushed me and we we started, we revamped. Uh, Chad just one of the thoroughest niggas ever because I don't make him like, like you no more. <laughs> they don't make him like you no more. That, Straight that's up. doing what you doing and then just, just a little older than you, bro, I'm going to give you the real game. Mm-hmm. And we like, talked about that today. Hating. We did a show about how like people don't understand the unity side. Of yeah. like this content creation. Everybody's fighting for like this imaginary real estate mm-hmm. in and around the city with this shit. And it'd just be like a burnout because it's like we could all get so much further. To we work together. Out, opening doors. Yeah. Like the craziest part mm-hmm. is shout out to Clint. When me and Clint were like, we was had like a whole issue on some other shit. Mm-hmm. We were doing our tour and we were going to a uh, venue down in Virginia. Yep. Clint reached out to him and was like, yo, I deal with them. Watch them with this. Watch this when it comes to doing the, make sure you get an independent ticket check. <laughs> yeah, and this run and your third. own ticket and, link and audit them and check mm. their ticket link. And, and me and Clint weren't money. even speaking. He's like, yeah, I'm going to call you. Fuck sure. that nigga. Yeah. But make sure that they're like, but that's real. And it's just like, you need people that like, are willing to do that and be like that when it comes to any type of industry. Facts, facts. But we've created this nonsense atmosphere around this shit where it's like... It's just toxic Yeah, it's shit. just toxic energy. Like, it's just dumb. Like, like you competing with it. We don't got to compete. And, Why and, we got to compete? Because it's enough money for everybody. And I was having a conversation with my homie the other day. I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, I know where we at when it comes to this shit. Exactly. I know what we got going on. And I know a lot of people don't have that going on. Facts. And... We're looking at our situation like, yo, how can we 7X this? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Like, this money, cool, but it's like, you could 7, 8X this. And if everybody kind of, like, got in line, you'd be surprised how fast you could 7, 8X everybody's situation. That's what I wanted to know as well, is, like, how did y'all all come on board with the same vision? Because it's hard to get niggas on board with, like, a like a far vision. Like, how do y'all all see the same thing and just... I know this is going to sound another. as cheesy as possible, <laughs> but, like, when you hear a song like God Did or God's Plan or some shit, it's like, if you believe in the man above, everything is already written. So certain shit is just going to happen by chance. Mm-hmm. You're going to be walking down the street and meet somebody. You're going to be in this situation and had that happen. You, it's just what it is. Like, even today, like, how he said, we reliving, like, our trajectory, and it's like, yo... What if we don't both get into Twitter at the same time? What if we don't end up living on the same damn street? Right. What if I don't pop my Achilles and I'm just chilling you at the crib? At, like a lot of little shit happened to where it's like, oh, you realize like you, you kind of like morally and like you kind of like align visually for what you see. Mm-hmm. And you know, certain shit just, it works and, out. For me as a life ethic, I don't believe in like, um, I don't believe in chance or like happenstance or luck, but I do believe in divine intervention. And what he's speaking to is there's a certain level of divine intervention of all the stars lining up and life lining up that creates certain opportunities because our initial relationship started from social media. Then it, then it evolved to 
being neighbors. Then it evolved to through our personal conversation, knowing that we know a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. I'm slightly older than man. I'm like a year and a half older than him. He's literally the same exact age as my brother. That's the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. That born in October. Same. I'm the same amount of older than him as I am my I thought brother. Y'all niggas knew each other your whole life. No, you think that right? But, but then it's like, but then you start making connections where it's like the people that are my age that was from his neighborhood was the older nigga, slightly older niggas his neighborhood that was kicking up dust and then we know these people and blah 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 and then he's hanging with these people and then one of the people he was hanging with is, at the time was my cousin Phil and all of this different stuff to where it's like yo we find all of this commonality and then me and him started talking every day you know what I'm saying and then our conversation evolved into a group chat with me him and our homie Rod at work for Spotify and the ringer now and those conversations was the basis of the podcast because we basically felt like at least I did. We were creating a podcast already. Right, I'm like, yo, we record this same shit we're talking about. This is a fucking podcast. And I'm like, and then when the voice note shit came out, then we really kicked it in the high gear mm-hmm. because now we, you know, in between him on the bus or at the gym or whatever, or ride at the gym or DJing or whatever, or working at Rock Nation, whatever, whatever, we're constantly in communication and passing these notes along. And it would be, be times where we all busy in the group chat to die, and then it take one little topic or one social media thing to get you the jump back popping again and then it go back up. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Ra was dope enough to, one, lend himself to us in terms of, like, his technical services and graphic design and all of that shit. But he also felt like, yo, y'all niggas is more skilled at talking and orating than I am. I'm going to get out y'all way. I'm going to support y'all. I'm going to come appear when necessary, when it's relevant shit to my bigger life mission. But I ain't got to be there every week to be a part of TRPE. You know what I'm saying? And that was the whole thing. And it's like, yo, because of that, we assembled like a cast of characters and friends of recurring people, special guests, uh, interviews and it's like over time the fact that number one we educated ourselves and two that we didn't stop created this thing where people were proud to be a part of it and say oh I'm glad I went on TRPE and shit like that it became like Told a pride like, point for a like lot the, of people. Just a come yeah, up show I, couch I, right I here like I made it guys. We definitely made it <laughs> We made it guys. And I ain't gonna lie we definitely thought this couch was way bigger <laughs> <laughs> Catfishing Couch fish <laughs> We actually did have a couch, but the gray one. That was yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Gray John yeah, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> couch. But yeah, when, when I saw what y'all was doing and I saw that y'all was consistent with it and y'all had like reached out. momentum, I reached out and I was like, yo, I'm here for y'all. Like, I like what y'all doing. I mm-hmm. watched the show. I fuck with it. It's dope. It's original, most yeah. importantly. Yeah. Y'all got, you know, counterbalancing personalities that like balance it, each other out and shit do. like that. And I like the fact that y'all do what y'all want and say what the fuck y'all want. I was like, so if I could be of assistance to y'all, like, let me know. I'll come on the show. I'll help y'all with this, this, and this, whatever, whatever. And then one thing, one one appearance turned into two appearances mm-hmm. on the show the same night or whatever. So mm-hmm. we did double, ended up doing double content. Bro, we, so we, we had this nigga, <laughs> I said, yo, this nigga good. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> look, look, look. It got to a point, bro. If you peep, yep. I'm just picking your brain. I'm just asking. Bro, that shit, shit. got 13,000 13, views on my TikTok. Did you oh, know what uh, you're talking about? Yo, 13 dollars. I said, Chad was talking that shit. Fuck all that. You got my mind watching this. <laughs> she said, that light skin guy is good. <laughs> I was like, like, Bob, I'm man, good too. What you talking about? Oh, you son, that nigga. I said, you better not like him. He ain't shit. Don't go to Houston no more, Chad. <laughs> she said, yo, he is good. She said, he know councilman such and such. And I said, mom, man, the nigga just got an answer for every question. <laughs> 
No, no bullshit. Yeah, and, and part of what I'm most proud yeah. about me and this guy right here about is that number one, we take the time to educate ourselves, and the I fact do. that yeah. in that way we become data miners, where it's like we are like competing with one another with like yeah. something interesting, Who know the or most? something yeah. something that we can bring to the table and break. Y'all like y'all, y'all my news. Y'all my yeah, news. Like no we, bullshit. We I don't, news I don't even people. watch the news, bro. I listen to y'all. I'm Monday. I'm like this. I'm too. Y'all ever uh like care that y'all might. Like I just seen y'all talking crazy about one of these old rapper niggas that, that I nah. never heard about. But, um, <laughs> no, I've never heard about. But it's like, do y'all ever care to like? Because y'all, I feel like y'all going make it big, and it's like, do y'all care that you might encounter some of these people? And it's like, nigga, I ain't doing nothing with you, nigga. I watch that shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. Nothing here is ever done from a place of disrespect or malice or, or malice. Yeah, but y'all being honest, but y'all know these niggas tender. But 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 the reality is this again, God's plan. If it's not meant to be, it's just not meant to be. It's nothing I could do or say about that. But this show has become a staple of giving people their flowers for being great and for being absolutely ridiculous. So it's like if you put that ridiculous shit out like you, like Safari knew he put them Gatorade Jordans on with that Gatorade coat, and then picked that Gatorade up, and was like, "Oh, like, you knew this was goofy when you did this shit." No, he did that freestyle. Yeah, so Charlamagne said that shit. Like, like Charlamagne said that shit. Ain't ain't like you know what's up. Yeah, Ray yeah. J know he brought that baby on stage. <laughs> no like bullshit. you know you ridiculous. <laughs> Remember when Ray J did the joint? He kept changing the hat. Yeah. <laughs> or the hat kept moving. Like so, it's like at the end of the day. Bid on y'all, basically. Like at the end of the day, you're not a bro, you're not above pop culture if you're part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially if you're creating these viral moments where it's like we ain't the only ones talking about the shit. The world is talking about. Now, at the end of the day, there are people who go out of their way to like antagonize or dig. Yeah, just and keep we, on. I don't think we do that. Like, I don't think we have any one person where it's a constant. Going in and right, like, tearing like, apart yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for the for the for the nah time. shit that I did, huh? <laughs> like how Shake did Javel McGee that time, like, right? He and made Javel McGee the main character, and, 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 like, and even Jules, that got yeah. to a point where Javel McGee is like, "Yo, what's right, the right, real right. issue?" His mom, and his mom is yeah, like, "Yo, Shaq, what's mom, what's, and it's yeah. just like, oh well, no, we just having a little too much fun. I apologize about that. Like even for the Nas shit that I did a couple weeks ago." If Nas was to hear that shit, it's like you hear it in me talking like, nigga, I'm a Nas fan. Yeah. I can rap Nas lyrics with Nas because I love Nas He as disappointed you. My thing is this magic two shit, <laughs> I'm just overhearing this type of rap. You watch Nas like, and funny, we, we just did a show where we talked about the Hip Hop 50. Right, right. Nas bringing out Cool G rap at the joint. It's like, wow. here we go again. <laughs> Whereas like, motherfuckers is mad that Jay didn't come. And Jay is like, nigga, I got a meeting at Bounty, nigga. Like, I, I but listen, but listen, it's like y'all be wanting motherfuckers to uphold like a certain culture or like a certain time in the culture and embrace these older motherfuckers that people like me or even the younger niggas really don't give a fuck about. But then it's like, oh, we just gonna shit on them. What you mean? Like, we just not gonna really respect them. Like, they got missing teeth now. <laughs> they might have felt subjected to some drugs and shit. Like, we, we literally just talked about that. Like, the, the looking at the pioneers of rap and it's just like, damn, they caught a bad break because they came in at a time where the money hadn't made itself yet in the rap industry. And they, while they are legends for their songs and for their movements, they didn't get the just do or the compensation. So that's why when you hear Jay-Z say shit like, you know, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. Like, that's a real thing. That really happened. So, you know, that's the reason why they almost want us to, like, 
if nothing else, just show the utmost respect. Yeah. That's all I want to do is just respect motherfuckers. Like, if I looked up to you once as a kid, bro, I still want to see you as that. Even though you got missing teeth now, you stink. <laughs> But here's the thing. I'm still gonna look at you like I looked up to you at one point in my life, and you kind of got a a part in my life that helped me. But here, become but, the man but here's am. the here's the flip side to that. Looking at someone from yesteryear with a, a certain level of adjuration is understandable. The problem is if you're still competing in the game. The only reason people say that a player is past his prime is when he's still playing. No one goes out there and says Barry Sanders is past his prime because he don't play. Right. But every time LeBron do some shit or fall apart, it's just like, oh, man, how long are we going to keep this up? Because you're still out there. So mm-hmm. in Nas's case, you're still out here. Right. If you legitimately were on your 50 cent right now, look at 50. 50 just sold a million tickets for his tour. He just hit the million tickets sold the other day. Yeah. Like 50's on one Big of the player. best reunion tour runs Maybe and ever. And they say he's giving the best performance ever. They because say that, that, no, but, not, but let's really think about it. Give Richard Die Trying was <laughs> probably the biggest movement in like the last 25 years of rap. That G Unit movement was absolutely. It, was it stopped Ja Rule in its tracks. No bullshit. Dead in its tracks. Chilton. So it's like the G Unit wave was absolutely insane. And because of that, people hold on to that moment. Did you see 50 board out the baby the other day and the baby was dressed like G-Unit 50 with yeah. the bulletproof vest, the Yankee hat, and the do-rag? It's like it was a moment. Yeah. So because of that and the fact that you haven't never really... I don't remember a time where 50 was ever on no big-ass tour. Nope. But now it's like, yo, you having a moment to really grandstand. But understand, a million tickets didn't get sold for new 50. No, fuck no. Nobody's coming to hear, you know, yeah. the, the the theme song to fucking power. <laughs> no you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but honestly, I feel like that's why you got to keep your name clean out here. Don't do nothing to just fuck your character up, bro. And people no, no. won't always kind of like, right, it's 50. It, like, it's more so what I'm saying where it's like, look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z goes into concerts and performances now, and Jay's performing new music. Jay is honestly the anomaly where Jay go to a concert, you be goddamned if you think you about to hear ain't no nigga <laughs> or nigga what nigga who yeah. or hey poppy. He's only performing shit from if you Blueprint think, 3 to now. If you yeah. think you go to a Jay concert and you about to hear somebody's girl is at this party, <laughs> you got another thing like you coming. Just said, he's an anomaly, bro. You can't right. compare niggas to Understand cuss. what I'm saying, though. When you look at a Snoop Dogg or a 50 Cent or an Eminem or any of them, when you talk about them as an artist or as a performer, it's for the shit they've done. Mm-hmm. Nas is in a weird space where he's an old nigga, but people like his new shit almost more than they like the old shit. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Nas just won a Grammy. He just won a Grammy for uh, King's years. Disease 3. It was the first Grammy he ever fucking won as a rap, as for a uh, oh. best rap album. Nas didn't win a Grammy for Illmatic or for fucking Stillmatic or for fucking I Am. Whereas Jay already, Jay won the Grammy 20 years ago for fucking Hard Knock Life. These niggas won Grammys years ago. They've been solidified in that point. So Nas is honestly just in that he's in a more rare space than anybody. Because he's still, like, think about it. Nas dropped five albums in like the last three years. No bullshit. And everybody's like, oh, King's Disease 1 is great. King's Disease 3 is great. Magic is all of that. But it's like, Magic 2 hit and it's just like, 
It's more of the same shit. He starts to feel like he's running out of material. Yeah, yeah. Out. To your point about like, you know, the our editorial and how we speak about people and shit like that. I just said this on another show, but my best and worst quality is the same shit. I can't be fake. That's my best quality. That's my worst quality. So if all I can go off of is what you show me, we're not sitting here digging below the surface trying to find or the, uncover the something mm-hmm. or find the dirt because it's like if you investigate anybody, you're going to find some shit. Yeah. One of my principles in life I live by is if you go looking for something, you're mm-hmm. going to find it. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like it's all done like as a point of like conjecture and it's like lighthearted. And, you know what I'm saying? It's like we're not here with no agenda where it's like you see people coming to the mic every week. And it's like no matter what they're talking about, they find a way to tie it back to whoever their op is. Yeah. And they throwing yeah. them under the bus yeah. for the like, yeah. eighty eight for, for, for as much as it seemed like I might have went off on Nas, if Nas do a show tomorrow, I'm going. Because I'm a Nas fan. Right. You watch people go to their microphone everywhere where they got paperwork. Now, let me expose this nigga. In we don't do none of that yeah. shit. We just talk about pop culture and what's going on. So it's like if you feel away for the moment, you'll probably in two weeks when we bigging you up for some shit you did, you'll feel. Like I knew about a beef between, this is how solid we keep it. I knew about a beef between two like huge Philadelphia <laughs> artists. Pauls, like the biggest rappers in the city. These niggas had a real beef that was turning into like some shit. free shit mm-hmm. where like OG niggas was getting involved in all of that. And I came to the show and kind of spoke around it, but I refused to name names. And that was three years ago. And I still haven't never said what it is. Like we, I could have been breaking news in that aspect because the story was so big that yeah. it would have went everywhere. Right, right, And it's right. like, I understand how fragile life in the city is and how treacherous shit can get. And it's like, all it takes is one viral clip for somebody that's going to want to feel like I'm going to make my name off this shit and I'm going to jump out the fucking window. And then either one of these niggas get shot or shot at or whatever, whatever. And then I'm partially responsible for that shit. Listen, listen. I had moments like that to where, like, what you're saying, um, I, I, I was getting too caught up in, like, just trying to get clicks and shit, bro. And it's like, it was real street shit going on. Yeah. You feel me? Like, somebody got murdered. And I'm like, I got a nigga coming on the joint, like, and I said something about it. I said something about him telling on a nigga who murdered the nigga. And it's like, I kind of went too far. But the interview, like, he rapping shit. So it's like, I started off with the rap shit. We got into, because a lot of people around the way, like, you know how niggas is. Man, that nigga mm-hmm. rap. They ain't going to say it to his face. Yeah. I asked a nigga right, right there. Bro, did you tell on a nigga? Told the story, said what he had to say. We ain't really digging to it, but it's like you gotta be like on point with that shit. Cause it's like you you digging up old memories. Like that's yeah. somebody family, family member yeah, that died. And, shit. Yeah. and it's like that shit was just a talk of the neighborhood. That's why I was telling him like, bro, I got, I'm falling back a little bit. Cause yeah. it's like it was the just old, a little a lot a lot of heat on me after that. And shit. the old adages. Hard, old feelings die hard. Yeah. So it's like when you start reigniting yeah. certain shit, especially like the most extreme version of violence when somebody loses their life, mm-hmm. even just talking around it sometimes could be too much <clears throat> because it stirs up all these old feelings and the niggas be like, oh, no, no, we do owe so-and-so. So something for that. So, something for that. And, and, and it can mm-hmm. just ignite all of these fucking wars. And you just got to be very careful because... Even when you think like, yo, you a micro creator or a medium-sized creator or whatever, somebody whatever, gonna see this somebody shit. gonna see some shit. Yeah. That's only one to like... And you never access. know who's watching. You yeah. never know. You never know. And, and we you never access. know who's on the other side of that message. Bro. Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker might see you, you don't know them. Oh, nigga, you said it. You was with mm-hmm. it. Look, look, look. When, uh, when, Oskino. when Oskino came on, he talking about niggas that told on him. He right there with it. Oh, yeah, I heard, I heard old head was a rat. 
Vegas. <laughs> I was drunk though, drinking drunk. Yeah. I'd have heard the story. Listen, I'm, I'm like, fuck. Into that. Like he told on you, that yeah, ain't got nothing, nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm not getting yeah, it's into d- it. It's definitely a level of social responsibility that yeah, comes with stand, having you a platform stand on that shit, yeah. and curating a platform that where it's like you gotta maintain objectivity at all times. Like I just seen a situation unfold with Adam Twenty Two where this motherfucker literally got the call from the niggas with the paperwork. Fucking gave the p- niggas with the paperwork 1090 Jake number. Did an interview with the nigga who paperwork it was, 03 Greedo. Then turned around and interviewed 1090 Jake Man, somebody as the to... rebuttal to what 03 Greedo said. I'm like, That's bro, you shit. just monetized the full string of black dysfunction yeah, unapologetically. But it's, like, but it's like, why are everybody feeding into these white boys and going on these white boys' platforms and letting them exploit them? Yeah, it's messy. That shit. Toxic as shit. I ain't, I ain't do nothing to that extent. <laughs> it's messy, man. But, but yeah, I think, I think the main lesson here today we could talk about is like, you know, social responsibility with your platform and you know how you present certain messages and talking to and around certain things and certain people um, can end up damaging your platform and putting you in the in the crosshairs as opposed to like making it about what it is about, which is the content and the fucking message. Right, right, right. But we definitely appreciate y'all coming through today, man. Um, like appreciate I said, these man. guys got a live show coming up this Saturday, August nineteenth. It's all sold out. But after party too, we turning a the after party up. at Frame. Me and yeah. me, me and Dan gonna be out in the. Matt, you coming? You know what I'm <laughs> no, no, fuck that. You already said, all right, you already said you coming to the show because you want to see him produce. Yeah, I'm gonna come to the show. Come yeah. on, bro, you gotta come to that. You got mob with us, man, for like an hour. Where are we mobbing at? <laughs> you gotta get the vibes. Like, hey, where where is that? I don't even know where yeah, it's so at. Frame was, what's that second and uh, Mark? 222 market show. Yeah, 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 so these Saturday they got a live show that's all up, all the way sold out. On 50 but times, so. yeah. come, come out afterwards, <laughs> come out after the live show, after hey, City Wine. Come out after after the live show. Come out, celebrate the live show selling out and all of these mm-hmm. guys' success. They hundred episode, all of that at a uh, frame mm-hmm. on uh, two twenty two Market Street. Mm-hmm. So y'all can and pay get, at the door, and if you got tickets to the show, you get discounted. It's free. No, it's free. We free. It's free. Oh, free the door? Yeah, it's free. I don't want no money from y'all, man. Yeah. It's free. Oh, that's oh, love. We, we give, give it back. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just buy the bar. Y'all some nice podcasts. <laughs> 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 niggas paying it up. <laughs> no, but we, uh, you know, what? I want to say this, though. It's good to like to have a conversation because Chad, we was gonna do this the same weekend y'all was gonna do it. Yeah. But we had a conversation with Chad. I'm like, Chad, I'm gonna do it for my birthday weekend. Chad said, you know what? Wait. We about to have a big weekend, so you know that communication shit is, is real good because yeah. you could y'all could we could have all fucked up and just been trying to trying to chase money and shit like no that was so good that we you know you can have a communication with people and shit yeah we coming it's, it's, it's yeah. always I put y'all down for a section for reserve I, ain't, I remember y'all niggas said that so. yeah, I did <laughs> my birthday the twenty seventh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, no, Okay. Yeah, that's my birthday. Yeah, my yeah birthday so, um, you know, I'm just a big proponent of collaboration over competition. Like I said, mm-hmm. I recognize what y'all was doing. I love the consistency. I liked y'all POV. I liked y'all editorial. And I like that y'all didn't give a fuck. And the fact that y'all was, you know, coming to, 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 coming to the podcast every week with different energy, different type of guests, different line of questioning or whatever. And, you know, y'all, y'all took my advice. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I tend to think I give out great advice, especially when it comes to this shit. Not everybody mm-hmm. listens or applies it. And y'all applied everything I told y'all and y'all kicking ass as a result of it. So I'm super duper proud of y'all. Please give everybody y'all social media where they can find y'all and uh, where they can find the pod at. Mark is the bottom. 
Uh, <laughs> fly bitch out quick, fast, and easy. <laughs> I'm changing. I'm broke now, baby. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> I'm fucked up. Listen, man. Follow me on the gram, RB underscore underscore three five. You mean the original big old player? Uh, follow the podcast. Let's keep it 100 on Instagram. Everything spelled correctly. Let's keep it number 100 podcast. All social, all platforms now. Make sure y'all subscribe to their YouTube if y'all watching us on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe to us if y'all over YouTube. I'll be watching these videos, not subscribing to Run the channel. Run them YouTube numbers up, man. Yeah, we trying to get monetized. Y'all just want to look at us and you know, maybe <laughs> some weird <laughs> shit, bro. Subscribe. We out. Peace. Matt must got a date. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.